0: You're listening to Let's Talk Property with Heather Hilda-Darling. My guest today is Alice Beer, broadcaster, journalist, author and consumer expert. Alice reveals the heating hacks which require minimal spending. We're all ears. So let's go over straight away and chat to Alice. Hello, Alice. How are you? Hi, Heather. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. This is a great topic today, isn't it? I know it is. No, I just think the temperature, the mercury has suddenly gone down, hasn't it? I've been
1: studying it and actually it's still between 11 and 17. So...
0: That's sort of reasonable for October, isn't it?
1: It is. It's not time to put heating on yet. No,
0: I certainly haven't actually. Of course, I'm like many other households worried about the cost of living and the energy bills going sky high. So I don't really like overheated property anyway. And obviously, when I'm in in my office, we've got heating here and insulation, etc. But There are a lot of people who are very worried about the coming months.
1: There are a lot of people, not just worried, but terrified about how they're going to heat their homes, how they're going to feed themselves and their family. Not just because of the size of their energy bills, but cost of living, it is really is just a very imperfect storm of horrible, horrible situations that have left people terrified, um especially people with you know with young children. It's a, a really, really worrying time and and it's not right, but um, to keep out of politics. I've been doing a campaign of positivity, a campaign to look at what can we do to keep warm this winter without having to spend extra money. And I've worked on this campaign with Silent Night and I've created this guide about keeping warm. And do you know what, Heather, the biggest thing you can do is really to concentrate on heating yourself and not your house.
0: You know what, I have sometimes sat in my house with a coat on to keep warm. It's the sort of thing that I'm thinking, a lot of us have probably got blankets in our linen cupboards that maybe we've forgotten about, maybe even sleeping bag. Um, And the first thought, of course, silent night bedding comes to me is electric blankets. Can you use an electric blanket, for example, while you're watching the television on the sofa?
1: Well, you can get now these amazing things. They're heated throws. So you can have them on your sofa same premise same um, system as an electric blanket and you plug it in and turn it on and it keeps you super cozy under the heated throw or you can just get a normal sort of big cozy throw or one of those big luxury um feel of hoodies those oversized hoodies but what's interesting is that when silent night did this survey they found that 31 percent believed using electric blanket can help save money on heating and 32% disagreed because people sort of have this misconception that if you're plugging something in, that's expensive. We mustn't be plugging anything in, but really the maths works that if, we, if you're using an electric blanket to take the chill off your bed, just to warm it up before you get in, which takes just under an hour actually in the evening, that costs pennies. It's from one P to run for up to an hour in the evening. So over the course of the year, that's gonna cost you between 12 and 15 pounds. Whereas if you're cranking your thermostat up and heating the whole house or even just a couple of rooms that you live in, that's going to cost you, by one degree, that's going to cost you some £80 over the year, which is terrifying. So really, we've got to banish those misconceptions and think about the basics of, yes, an electric blanket is going to make your bedroom cosy, it's going to make you warm. And who cares what temperature the house is, so long as it's you that's warm and feeling well
0: well you're talking to somebody who remembers ice on the inside of the windows many years ago so things like electric blankets were not in our household many many years ago but obviously we've got the different tog rating for even duvets nowadays
1: absolutely yes because people really you have the choice now switching out your duvet it was obvious and it didn't happen at first when duvets first came in I remember when a duvet first came in it was very comfortable thing well it was a continental quilt that's what it was called wasn't it a continental yeah. quilt so the duvet came in and we uh we thought that we could just keep the same duvet on our beds through spring summer autumn and winter and then we realized actually when the winter comes around we want a completely different tog factor to in the summer when we're pushing it off because we're so darn hot um so really just switching up your summer duvet to a winter weight one of a 12, 12 12.5 minimum tog factor is going to make a huge difference. I mean, if you haven't got, if you've got a couple of summer weight ones, you can always put them inside the same duvet cover, which will be quite a feat, but it is doable because I have tried it. So um, (laughs) you can do that. But I also have lived in a house where the ice is on the inside of the window and we did have an electric blanket and I was cozy and it was fine. And yes, I have been known to wear a woolly hat to bed in the middle of Wiltshire but I have no pride and luckily my husband is very short-sighted so that's all right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well you know these are very simple tips though aren't they and everybody's got probably a pair of woolly socks in their drawers you can put woolly socks on maybe you might even throw your dressing gown on to go to bed if you're a little bit chilly. Do you not think we should maybe be going through our wardrobes to say What extra can we put on? And actually, nowadays, there are so many materials that are vastly superior to what we used to have, you know, the the old sort of fleeces, which are now super warm. And, you know, people have got to prepare for these chilly evenings. So it's no good getting cold first and then trying to warm up. It's almost too
1: late. It is yes, and you're absolutely right about the different fabrics because we all think cotton is just the you know the gold standard for a fabric. Well, it's not. It's brilliant in the summer, but um, in the winter it doesn't let the moisture wick away from your skin. So actually, it's keeping that cold moisture that naturally comes off your body as you're moving around. It's keeping that close to your skin, and it will keep you feeling quite chilly. So really, you need to be looking at those lovely fabrics. You know, your thermal underwear doesn't need to be you know made of silk although I have once had a pair of silk thermal leggings and boy were they a joy to wear but they can be one of these fibers you know very affordable that keeps uh, the warmth in and then just throw on over the top one of these huge oversized hoodies like the young people are wearing. I've just sent up two up to my daughters who are in university in student housing and they'll be having ice on the inside of their windows for sure because they're not going to turn the heating on so they are all about the big fluffy hoodies and the big throws and the big cozy, cozy duvets and duvet, duvet covers. And we actually just need to change our habits.
0: Do you think the, the, the generations today have been spoiled with all the double glazing and uh, heating, automatic almost, whereas people of my generation have grown up with no duvets, no double glazing. Um, you put on an extra pair of socks and an extra woolly if you're cold. Is it a generational thing that Perhaps some households will just put up with it, whereas others will be really, really worried, not only about the costs, but also have they got the wherewithal to make themselves warm? I mean, let's just think about there's a soup that we all remember comes out virtually every winter with, um, you know, these heartwarming, have a cup of soup or something. Just doing that tucked under a blanket can heat you up from inside, but also the outside.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I'm not sure it is a generational thing. And there will be people listening who say, look, I, I have absolutely no choice. I'm in I'm in um, housing that is damp. My walls have water on them. My children have respiratory problems because of it. I have absolutely not enough money to go and buy these gorgeous organic soups that everyone's talking about. And they will say, I'm not complaining about putting on another jumper. I am just desperately, desperately poor. And It's really, you know, it's immoral, really. But there are other people. There's another group of people who I will tend to agree with you have been slightly spoiled. I read something the other day that one in three people set their thermostat at 22 degrees, which is Lanzarote. Okay, so one in five people set their thermostat at 25 degrees, which is Sydney in Australia in the sunshine in the summer. So really, if your house is that warm, and I sometimes see houses with the windows open in the middle of winter and i think how much are you paying to open that window so i think you know cranking your your thermostat right down and looking at where you actually need the heating i e on yourself is really important and i um i worked with silent night to um create this guide to keep warm and and to save money and we put it on sleepypeople.com so that you can see all my tips about the duvets about the the woollen socks and jumpers and you know the real cost of running an electric blanket so we put that all in one place and i just hope that these things will be you know taken as helpful hints they're not going to it's not a magic wand no one's got the magic wand this winter but any anything that
0: helps make it I suppose the other thing as well I know if I sit down in the sofa for too long and you start creaking when you get up is to get up and walk around and you know, there's a lot of, for example, yoga, Pilates, exercise classes on TVs. And we all know that doing exercise is very, very useful. So we're we're now being encouraged to walk about 8,000 steps a day. Surely the best thing, you can watch the television and move about as well. So if people just got in the habit of perhaps getting up, walking around the living room, moving about, don't use the remote control, get up and switch. it. I know these are all very old fashioned, but you know, just to keep moving with the extra clothing on, possibly fleeces, etc. We've got different, I mean, it's different for children. Children often do run around, maybe people who've got disabilities or are unable to move a lot. There are still exercises and equipment that they can use to keep the blood pumping around the body.
1: Absolutely. Keeping well is vital and eating well is vital, as you've touched on. Both of those things are really important. And as I've said before, before, you know, there are different groups of people. There are those who, who are used to having and used to sitting on the, on the sofa in a T-shirt and watching telly and not, you know, not really moving for the whole evening. And there are those who don't even have a telly and are snuggled up already under the blankets that they do have and, and living, you know, in, in pretty much poverty. So one size doesn't fit all here. Mm. Unless it's an oversized hoodie, but um, so it's difficult to say. Oh, get up and move around; you'll feel fine. But yes, obviously, keeping as well as you can is really important. Eating well, keeping yourself healthy, and not feeling chilly when you go to bed at night—it's really important for your mental health too.
0: No, absolutely, I agree. And I think the problem is—is is, you know, we get so many hints and tips thrown at us that sometimes you're not quite sure what to do. You've got to work out a program for your own family. Your own household to say, well, look, we need to have the heating on a little bit in the children's bedrooms, maybe. And I understand the bit about not opening windows, but equally, if you've got damp inside the property, then clearly you do want air in as well. So absolutely, it, it, you
1: need some air on and you need the heating on. But look, you know, if the latest celebrity thing is to um, stick yourself in an ice bath, <laughs> and we've seen celebrities buying <laughs> these specific ice baths, I looked at the cost of them; they're sort of five hundred pounds for one. Then, frankly. Us with our heating off, we are very much in vogue.
0: (laughs) That's absolutely fantastic. Alice, where can we get hold of this guide to, you know, to learn from all these tips that you've got?
1: Well, I've put my, um, the guide that I worked on with Silent Night, we put it on sleepypeople.com and you'll see it there. And uh, hopefully there'll be things on there that will really help you.
0: That's wonderful. Thank you very much for sharing all those tips with all these cold nights to come. Stay warm and cosy. I will do. Thank you for joining me today.